Think Compliance, brought to you by Comply Guys and Compliatric. My name is Brad Phillips, and I'll be your host. Joining us today is Walter Johnson, Director of Compliance and Ethics for a federal government contractor, and Ahmed Salim, a compliance professional. Hi, Brad. Hi, Brad. How's it going, guys? So for today, and our new listeners, Compliatric and Comply Guys have created this podcast series in order to help compliance professionals build their program. Every podcast will discuss a new compliance issue and provide insight on how to ensure your organization is following best practices. Now, it's important to note that the information provided in our podcasts are the opinions of our presenters and should not be considered legal advice. Now, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to Ahmed Salim. His email address is listed at the bottom of the description page on our podcast. So let's get started. Walter, thanks for joining us. Could you tell us a little bit about yourself first? Thanks, Brad. My background includes 15 years as a managed care organization as a compliance manager. I've also spent one and a half years at a clinical laboratory as the director of compliance. Currently, I'm a director of compliance and ethics for a federal government contractor. I've also spent four years as an adjunct professor professor um, teaching intro to business and business ethics. I've also published 20 articles focusing on compliance and ethics. And finally, I've been session speakers at the Healthcare Compliance Association's Compliance Institute and Society of Corporate Ethics Compliance and Ethics Institute. Well, Walter, we're, we're really glad to have you here on our show today. Um, my first question to you, my friend, is why does a compliance officer report directly to a board of directors? Well, we look at the U.S. sentencing guidelines. It states that the organization's governing authority shall be knowledgeable about the content and the operation of the compliance and ethics program. As a direct report, the board of directors can receive this information completely from the compliance officer. By minimizing the layers between the compliance officer and the board of directors, the board of directors has real-time information. They hear it directly from the source on how effective the, pro- the, how effective the program is. Also, it's, uh, it's important to note for a compliance officer, going to the board of directors is one of the resources they have in case a CEO or a senior leader isn't working and they need that backing. Uh, the board and directors can get involved and make sure that if the compliance officer needs to enact and get a little power behind some issues, uh, the board of director has his back. That's great. So what kinds of things should be reported to the board of directors? Brad, when I report to the board of directors, I, I recommend reporting using the, the structure of the elements of the compliance and ethics program. So for standards of conduct, I make sure our reporting on the, is the code of conduct current? If it's not, am I reviewing it? When was the last time it was updated and released to employees? In addition to that, uh, I share personal accomplishments. A lot of times the operational areas get a chance to highlight their accomplishments in regards to financial achievements or sales won. As a compliance officer, I like to highlight some of my achievements. So for example, if, if I'm speaking at a conference, that gives the organization visibility. So that that gives a different way of connecting to the organization and letting them know that you're not only just enforcing the rules, but you're also con- contributing to the visibility of the organization. 
Um, other elements I present on is usually the education and training. What is the status of most recent training? I go over audits. What am I auditing right now? What I'm going to, what am I auditing in the future? Do I expect any external auditors to come in? So I'm covering all elements of the program. In addition to that, I start, I have a slide where I cover regulation. So for example, we're in the new year. There's a new administration. There's been a lot of changes. So I have a slide that covers the regulations and with the regulations, I'm covering what's the status, what are my steps to meet the requirements of the regulation, and also um, what resources do I need to meet these requirements. That's a lot of information. Thanks, Walter. Um, so how frequently should they report to the Board of Directors then? The sentencing guidelines um, state reporting periodically. In my experience, the Board of Directors typically meets quarterly, so I recommend um, being on that same frequency. For compliance officers that do not have access to attend all of the Board of Directors meetings, I recommend having a compliance report that is in sync with that meeting. So if they can't attend, at least they have a compliance report that can be submitted with the board materials and also recorded um, for the board records. Okay, so quick question then. Should a compliance officer bring all of their concerns to a, the board of directors or just some of them? I think some of their concerns. I think the compliance officer has has to balance and actually know the know the board. I recommend having an escalating scale. So for example, if there's a, a clashing of personalities between two operational units that's actually that's impacting the um, compliance and operational initiatives, then I think the compliance officer should try to resolve that conflict as, as much as they can. But on the other hand, if there's a risk or a difference of opinion of, of how to address that risk, then I think that should be escalated and brought to the board of directors. Very good point. So are there any other boards that the compliance officer should report to? Depending on the size of the organization, some boards have subcommittees, some have audit committees, and some have the board compliance committee. I think they can report the issues to those subcommittees, but ultimately, I look at the subcommittees as all as as a resource for the for the compliance officer, almost a way of getting a, a second opinion before the compliance items are reported directly to the board. And sometimes these subcommittees may consist of two to three individuals, but led by a board member. So getting that insight and making those tweaks before reporting to the to the full board is also help is always helpful. So how should the compliance officer keep the board informed of the current trends within the industries and the organization? I believe the update should be provided during the periodic board meetings. For many, this is an appropriate forum for their board to be aware of current trends, and board meetings are documented. As I stated before, this goes on the record. It can always be referred to in future meetings what the status of these trends are. 
sometimes the entire board may require a formal report or bullets on the presentation, such as uh, PowerPoint. But I think the compliance officer has to be cognizant of the way their board likes to receive information. So, for example, um, in my experience, I've had board members where I can give the updates uh, walking down the hallway. And, and then there have been other board members where they require a formal meeting to have the updates. Um, so what I've learned over time is some board members can't have that update going between meeting and meeting. So you have to really learn, understand your board members and how they operate because the one person, the one board member that I met with, he ended up being confused and um, and associating some of the information with other initiatives. So knowing the board, knowing how to address them, knowing those different personalities before you actually bring it to the full board. I think that's one way of keeping the board current with trends using an informal and formal approach. Well, thanks so much for your time, Walter and Ahmed. We really do appreciate it. Well, thank you. It's been great being here, Brad. Let's thanks, do it Brad. again sometime, Walter. Sounds good. Thank you for listening to Think Compliance. Join us again sometime on our podcast series for compliance. If you have any questions, please reach out to Ahmed Salim. His email is listed on the bottom of the description page of the podcast. Thanks for your time. Mm -hmm.